Hey you, Nina here. You are officially listening to Trigger Can We Play With That wherever you get your podcasts. I'm of course on Instagram at Drama Therapist Nina if you want to hit me up there. And did you know we're on YouTube as well as everywhere you get podcasts now? It's very exciting. I love personal growth, which is exactly what we're going to lean into today. (laughs) So the topic for today is when people fail you. Now, (laughs) this of course could be any person in your life, but this episode is really going to focus on when the people you love fail you, how triggering that can be when someone is struggling with um, this merry-go-round that they keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. And you're like, why can't my family member get it together? I don't understand. Why don't they see it? Why don't they feel it? Why aren't they just doing it differently? Right? We want so badly for it to be so simple. And for some reason for that person, it's not. We are going to talk about that today, okay? We're going to try to play with it, simplify it. And of course, you know that if you listen, we're consenting to play with this, right? We want to transform a hard conversation into a teachable moment. And so uh, we're going to be talking about family that fails us. And family can fail us in a lot of ways, y'all. It could be failure to communicate failure to see us as we are, as the human selves that we are. Uh, They could struggle with addiction of any kind, drugs, sex, alcohol. I mean, you name it, right? Any merry-go-round struggle in which family is just failing to show up for us, that's what we're leaning into. Now, of course, (laughs) it's not going to be everything. It's just going to be at least one facet, okay? So have a journal on here or a good friend to dialogue about what comes up for you in this episode. Because for now, you know that I'm curious. Are you ready to play? Welcome to Triggered. Can we play with that? You know that moment when your emotions ramp up in an instant, leaving you feeling helpless, frozen, or out of control? In that moment, you've been emotionally hijacked, the very definition of triggered. And I want to ask you, can we play with that? I'm Nina El Garcia, drama therapist and empowerment coach of Houston Creative Arts Therapy. Join me as we discover ways to empower you and the people who mean the most to you to transform hard conversations into teachable moments. Triggered. Real playful. Real respectful. Real empowered. Let's take a breath. All right. So, of course, we're going to launch straight into story time. And the story today is not going to be a story that I am telling you. I actually, plot twist, want to invite you to think about your own story right now, your own lived experience. That part's really important. Yeah. So, that means you had to have been experiencing this or have experienced this in your lifetime. Okay. And here we go. I want you to think about a conflict that you have had with someone that you love. Okay. Now the core of this episode is really focusing on someone that you can't get away from, right? Someone that you feel you are obligated to love in some way, shape or form. And usually this is like family, right? Like you can't choose who your mom was or who your dad was or who your cousins are and so on and so forth, right? You don't get to choose the family you were born into. And that's different than when we talk about chosen family, right? Chosen family is usually the people outside of the family you were born into, right? They're people you've chosen as family. Although I also like to say 
you may choose the family that you were born into and they may feel like chosen family as well, right? So in my own family, as an example, when I think about, hmm, loved ones, family, I have people that I was born into, right? People I was born to. Some of my family, I would consider them chosen family. And some of my family, I would consider them the family I was born into, right? I didn't get to choose them, even though I didn't get to choose any of them. You with me here? Okay. (laughs) Anywho, choosing the relationship that you want. We're going to go back to that original question I asked. Who are you having conflict with? Okay. So this is a loved one you got conflict with. And now I want you to think for that dear family member of yours, regardless of whether it's mom, dad, cousin, uncle, second aunt, twice removed because of who knows what happened in the family there, right? Is the conflict something that's happened one time only? That's important for what we're going to talk about today, at least, right? Is it something that's happened one time only? If it is, great, right? Uh, We've got an issue that we can deal with that has not occurred multiple times, right? And that doesn't mean that it's a small issue, right? So by no means are we trying to minimize that issue. It just means we know it's only happened at least once and we've really given it some thought. This is important because here's my next question, jumping off of that one. Is this something that's happened twice, just twice? You know, the first time it happened, you brought it up. You said, you know, I don't know if I'm okay with this. Or maybe you didn't say anything because it was the first time it happened. But then it happened again. It happened a second time. And now you've caught it, my friend. You've caught it. Is it something that's happened twice? I want you to think about that, right? Are you the one-timer? Is it the two-timer? And here is my final question for this beginning conflict as we assess it. Is it something that has happened Not just once, not just twice, but three times. My friend, if it has happened at least three times, we've got a pattern. We've got a pattern. Now, I wish I could say it like, I love patterns. Patterns are fantastic. But in this case, what it means, dun, 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 is we have a conflict that is on a merry-go-round and round it, round it goes, right? Now, this can be incredibly frustrating, okay? Because regardless of how big or small it is, if something keeps popping up, it's like, do you know what I mean, right? Like we're like psycho a little bit (laughs) for all my horror movie fans out there. It becomes a problem usually. And that is what we're going to be leaning into today. When family, right, this conflict that happens between you and family happens not just once, not just twice, three times or more, we're talking about a pattern. And I think that's really important. And I want you to recognize it. And, And if possible, I actually want you to think about the rest of this episode with a family conflict that you have had with someone that has happened at least three times or more. Okay. Think about it that way. Because what this means is that we are no longer dealing with an issue that might have, you know, might have been a fluke or, or, you know, I, it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't something that they intended, you know, regardless of whether they intended it or not, guess what we need to be honest about. We need to be honest that it keeps coming back, coming back, coming back like a broken record. Now it's come back at least three times. And I want to ask you, can we play with that? Can we play with that? Y'all, I'm really sing-songy in today's episode. I hope it's working for you. It's just where my spirit is at. Let's continue. If it's happened at least three times or more, 
It is now predictable. I'm going to repeat that because I think it's really important. If it continues to happen and you have a pattern, at least three times you got a pattern, my friend, okay? It is now predictable. Something that is predictable should be noted immediately, okay? Immediately note it. Here's why I want you to do that. I want you to be able to flip the script on things. Y'all know I'm always saying every episode, I'm like, can we flip the script on that? Yeah, this episode is no different. Why would you continue to want that same thing to happen over and over and over around, right? Nobody wants a broken record. Nobody wants to be on the merry-go-round, but here's the thing. Because you know I'm an empowered therapist here, right? And I'm an empowerment coach. I want you to think about this issue, not through a powered lens of, right, this is right and this is wrong, right? Or there's something wrong with them because they keep doing it over and over again and, and I'm healthy and they're not healthy or whatever the case is, right? I want you to throw out all of that binary thinking that suggests there's only two categories and I want us to do something shocking. I know. I want us to imagine that we live in the gray, like as human beings, that we live in a gray area, right? Rainbow area, anything that suggests that there is a spectrum, okay? That it's not just two parts, whatever you want to call it, my friend. I want you to imagine that that's where we are for the rest of this episode, because if you have a family member or if you are the family member who's on the merry-go-round, here is our humanity, our grace, our in-the-middle spectrum thinking space, that if I am stuck on a merry-go-round doing the same thing over and over and over again, it is because I lack something to get me off the merry-go-round. It is that simple. The amount of things or what I could be missing now, that that is much more complex and much more varietal in nature. But I want you to keep that image with you. If somebody keeps doing the same thing over and over and over again, what we have is, yes, a pattern. We've got the merry-go-round there. But what we need to see is seven layers deeper. It's not because this person wants to be on the merry-go-round over and over and over again, suffering and struggling and having conflict. Right? Nobody's like, wow, I, I would love to have a conflict today today. I'd love to get in fights. And you know what? I'd love to put people down. And right? like nobody does that, right? I mean, obviously that could be a bigger conversation, but... Nobody healthy and in the right state of mind to protect themselves and other people is going to be thinking that way, right? And of course, we're coming from an empowered mindset. So when I say to you, dialing back a little here, when I say to you that for someone who goes on the merry-go-round over and over again, lacks something to get them off of the merry-go-round, here's what I mean. If I'm stuck on that merry-go-round, I may not have the mental capacity to see how I can get off of it. I may not have the emotional tools or regulation to feel how I can get off of it. I may not have the behavioral knowledge to know how to physically get myself out of it, off of it. Is this making sense to you? People are missing skills. That's why we do the same thing over and over and over again. And unfortunately, if you're that person who's like, Nina, I see it. I know it. I keep telling them I can see it for them. Why aren't they listening to me? Why won't they change for me? Because my beautiful soul of a friend, 
You cannot save them. And I'm not saying don't share your perspective with them because I think in many cases that can be very, very valuable, but you cannot save them. You can try pulling them off the merry-go-round. How many of us have tried? Raise your hand if you've tried it. You've tried pulling that loved one off the merry-go-round. And that could mean conversations, treatment. You took their car away. You put them in another state. I mean, the list is endless for the ways that we attempt to disrupt that merry-go-round, to help that person, right? The best of intentions, right? And to alleviate our own stresses. And yet... For some reason, they continue to return, which of course increases our stress. And then we don't understand it. It's like, why, why? To which I would also say, do you see how if you are in that position, you are on your own merry-go-round? I know I said it. I want us to be honest, okay? I want us to be really honest about what the truths are that are present. Because we're going to continue to lean into this and we're going to flip the script on this. So we already had our psychoeducation moment. Why is it, Nina, that people can't get off the merry-go-round? Because they're lacking the mental, emotional, physical skills, regulation, whatever it is, communication ability. They're lacking something to get off. It is that simple, right? Figuring out what that thing is, is something that would be great for that individual to discover if and when they are ready, right? How do I get off the merry-go-round? I'd love to help you, right? So if we can admit that and that it's predictable, what we now want to say is, okay, well, Nina, I get it. I hear you merry-go-round. They, they're missing something, but I still want to be able to help them. You know, they're my family. I love them. I, w- I would do anything for them. Then I have a question for you. If you're in that position, I, I would do anything for them. Would you sacrifice yourself for them? And I, I don't mean that it, to sound any more intense than the reality of how much are you willing to sacrifice if someone else is not willing to get off the merry-go-round, we're not ready to get off the merry-go-round. And I don't know your story and I'm not in your shoes. And so I can't tell you the answer to that, but I do want you to think about it. I do. I want you to ask yourself and get curious about it. And I want you to play with it. How much are you willing to sacrifice for someone who's not ready or willing to get off that merry-go-round? Okay. So that's the first bet. I love them and I would do anything for them, right? Let's flip to the other side. Some of you may be sitting in the position where you say, you know what? Been there, done that. I hear you, Nina. I'm not dealing with it anymore. I cut them off. I don't talk to them. I don't care what's going on in their life. They're dead to me as far as that. They're dead to me, okay? To which my question is for you. Are you going to be okay if they one day do show up dead? whether it's via text or phone call, TV. There's lots of ways that we find out that the people we loved at one point and maybe still love are no longer in our lives and we no longer get the opportunity to even love them from a distance. So again, I'm not in your shoes. I don't know the context of your story and I can't tell you you know, whether you should be in one or the other, the love them and I would do anything for them or the, you know, totally hands up. I don't want anything to do to them. They're dead, dead to me. Right. But I started the story this way because those are binaries. That's right. That's it right there. That's the binary. 
So if I can invite us, just like I did at the top of this episode, to say, hey, friend, let's let's get our humanity on. Let's look at that spectrum, that rainbow, that gray area, that in-between, the whatever you want to call it, that actually honors the diverse experience of what it is to be human. Let's take a look at that. Is it possible, I repeat, thinking about this challenging relationship that you have with someone who you love, is it possible to say, you know what, Nina, I'm going to honor the truth of I don't deserve to be hurt. That is true. I don't deserve to be hurt. And also, you know, they don't deserve to hurt me. Okay. Because if we do continue to show up in the life of someone we love as they hurt us over and over and over again, we're actually give them the opportunity to hurt us. Okay. And I'm not saying we're going to blame ourselves or them, right? But if I continue to show up with my, uh, let's say I have an abusive partner, right? I love them, but they're abusive. And I continue to show up and try to fix and try to help because I love them and they just keep hurting me, keep abusing me. I'm continuing to give them the opportunity to hurt me when I could remove myself from the equation and love them from a distance. Now, there's obviously much, much, much more that we could say on the abusive partner topic, but I want us to shelve that for a moment and come back to your story with the person you're struggling with on the merry-go-round. And again, what if we were to live in the middle and say, you know what? I am still going to love you. I'm not going to cut you out. You're not going to be, I'm still going to love you and, 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 and honor that that is a truth in my body. I do love you, right? Whether I want to or not, I do have love for you. And also I am not going to continue to show up and sacrifice myself for you. I am going to love you from a distance. I am going to put up a boundary so that I am protecting myself And I'm also protecting you from hurting me so that you can actually focus on yourself, right? If, and when you are ready in your journey, and if that's something you want to do that I really, I've removed myself from the table, I'm going to love you from a distance. Does this make sense to imagine not sacrificing yourself on one end of the spectrum and not completely cutting them out? Although there may be reasons to do both of those, right? I don't know the context of your story, but I want to challenge us to flip the script instead of that binary thinking and ask, how can I love this person from a distance? How can I do that? I'm going to give you some examples because we're nearing the end of the episode. And of course, I want to know what are your takeaways. Hit me up on Instagram at Drama Therapistina or comment below the video, y'all. You know we're on YouTube and we're on the podcast now, right? Comment below. Do what you can. But reach out to me and let me know what are you taking away from this? For those of you who do want that bit of self-exploration that I just mentioned, right? You know, I want to leave you with a thought for the upcoming week. And I really do want you to think about how can I potentially right, love this person from a distance? It might be temporary. It might be long-term. I like to think of everything as temporary because temporary could be a few hours to a few days to a few years, right? People do resolve things after years, sometimes after decades, which may sound insane, but it's possible. If you want it, it's possible. 
So before we digress too much, I want to come back to get your journal out, get your good friend right now, because this is the part I want you to dialogue with for the upcoming week. When you think about flipping the script on completely sacrificing yourself or completely making it like a cutoff relationship, loving someone from a distance can look like this. If you're going to honor your truth and you're going to honor their truth, their truth is they're on the merry-go-round in this example. Honor that. That's just, It's predictable. That's where they're at, right? Honor it. We don't have to judge it. It's where they're at. You keep getting harmed by the merry-go-round. You don't want to be on it anymore, right? Honor that. That's your truth if that's where it's at, right? It doesn't mean that you and that person are worth more or less than the other. It's two different truths. So let's honor both. If you love someone from a distance, you might not give them access to your text messages. Maybe they don't have access to calling you. Maybe they don't have access to your email. Maybe they don't have access to your social media. These are boundaries that you're holding in order to protect yourself and in order to protect them from having the uh, the opportunity to, to hurt you, right? More that we could say on that. But these are boundaries that you can hold when you think, how do I love this person from a distance? You might not, here's another example, you might not be able to tell them, even if they have access to all of those things, you might not be able to share personal things with them. They might not be a safe space to do that. I can't tell you every week, friends, every week I have a client who comes in and says, I told my aunt, cousin, such and such this. And and then they told the whole family. And I'm like, have they done that before? And they're like, yes, they do it all the time. And I'm like, why would you tell them that then, right? Why would you tell them that? Of course, because you love them. You want to be able to share with them, but I implore you, right? That's that how much are you willing to sacrifice mentality, right? I implore you to recognize if they're not a safe space for that, how do I love them from a distance? Maybe they don't get to hear the personal things about your life. And you know what? That needs to be okay. If it's going to be used against you to hurt you, to hurt them, to hurt someone else, right? I think that needs to be okay. Now you get to decide, you grown person, you. But again, coming back to this question, how can I love this person from a distance? Okay, that's the question I want you to ponder on. And and you might even ask yourself first, do I need to love this person from a distance, right? And of course, do I need to cut this person off? If someone's continually harming you, it may be time to burn that bridge, okay? It may be, I don't know, right? There are times when, of course, you might say, well, I mean, this is a time of sacrifice for me. I'm willing to do this. Beautiful. And so long as it is your choice, right? Y'all know this is trigger. Can we play with that? So long as it is your choice and you are making the decision and you're not emotionally hijacked to do so, that's that's all I'm that's all I am inviting you to explore. Having a little bit more control over the things that you actually can't control because the reality is we live in an unstable world, y'all, and there's a lot we can't control. So, without further ado, <laughs> That's what we planned for today, folks. Thank you for taking a minute to explore your triggers as a human being. And if this here episode has been helpful, best thing you can do is share it with somebody else so that we can get the dialogue going, right? That's that's what I want you to do. Start talking about the difference between powered and empowered ways of thinking. Let's get rid of the binary and start diversifying what it is to actually be a human being. And of course, for this episode, ask yourself, do I need to love this person from a distance? <laughs> so that's what I got for you. And otherwise, stay curious. Stay curious.